25th. They're doing renovation inside. Plus, he went back to Italy to get his wife and his daughter to come back with him. Hopefully, if everything works right, they're going to get their permanent visas to stay in the United States. Catherine was able to kept putting them off and putting them off so when she'd come over and be able to spend 30 days and have to go back home. So, unlike a lot of illegal aliens, you just stick around and get what's right. So, he's been going with the State Department. They finally supposedly have everything squared away, but it may not, they still may not come until November. But he's been working.
just a little talk with Jesus. No? No, I'm sorry, I got the wrong one. Let the Holy Ghost follow me. How's that? There we go, that's better. and praise your holy name, Lord, for this opportunity to come before you. Lord, we thank you for the good message this morning. We thank you for all of those who are in attendance. Lord, we pray they will take that word and use it for your glory. Help us tonight, Lord, as we sing. Brother Cosby brings the word, Lord, that everything will be in your honor, in your glory, and Lord, that you'll be satisfied and happy with what we present. Let it be a joyful noise to your ears. We ask all of this in Jesus' holy precious name.
Amen. I tell you what, the Lord is good to trust. It just feels good in the atmosphere tonight. Brother Cosby delivered a great message this morning. He's going to deliver the message tonight. Brother Cosby, if you'd come on, I appreciate it. Thank the Lord for everything he's done. Thank the Lord for being with us. Thank the Lord for that wonderful sermon this morning. Hope you're all fired up again tonight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. We, me and my wife both desire your prayers. We are. Uh, I think I brought mine on myself yesterday helping my son. We'd run in the air conditioning to cool off and go back out work, and we were both wet. And uh, I've got a, a frog in my throat tonight, and she's been hacking and carrying on with sinus trouble. But Well, praise the Lord. Uh, in lieu of all of that, uh, my spirit feels pretty good. And that's what counts. Again, I appreciate the opportunity to minister. Uh, thank you so much for it. I'm kind of one of those people, anyway, that I can help out. If I can, I will. Um, don't claim to be the best. and Don't put on no airs. I am what I am. You get what you get. <laughs> I am who I am. But uh, God didn't call us to try to act like somebody else. He didn't call us to be somebody else. He called us to be ourselves. Amen. And you can reach people that maybe I can't reach. And maybe I can reach somebody you can't. But together, we can reach them. And that's what counts. Amen. Praise the Lord. A little bit divided, but I think I finally settled out where the Lord wants me to go tonight. And if y'all... Uh, just bear with me tonight. We'll get there again. Let's remember the pastor, our pastor, as he's out there uh, making decisions, helping make decisions for the church of God. And uh, amen. We need uh, spiritual-led people making decisions for our church. We need spiritual-led people making decisions for our home, for our families. Amen. Unless God build a house, they did build it, build it in vain. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now he goes on to talk about having a bunch of children and getting your quiver full of them. I don't know if everybody's going to want to go that far. But, but anything that you do, let God be the builder. Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad tonight you built on the foundation, which is Jesus Christ? Amen. Glory to God. We listen to a message here in revival. Three things, the foundation, the structure, and the power. Glory to God. Foundation is Jesus Christ, the structure is the word of God, and the Holy Ghost is the power. Aren't you glad that we can have all that in our heart and life? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn in your Bibles to James. Very familiar reading. 13 through 18. Bear with me tonight when my voice is not too great. But let's read the entirety there, 13 through 20. James, what? Well, let's try chapter 5. That'll work. James chapter 5. <laughs> Does any among you afflicted, if you would stand, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing songs. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. 
confess your faults one to another and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his ways shall save a soul from death, and shall hide a multitude of sins. Brother Stan, would you lead us in prayer? Praise God. Father, we thank you, Jesus, for your many blessings. God, I need your help tonight. I need your help. I need your help. Glory to God. Glory to God. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, God, help us. Help me tonight, Lord. Lead my mind and my spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. You may be seated if you can. Subject tonight would be the power of prayer. The power of prayer. At first, I thought it would be like this, the problem with prayer. Prayer in itself is not a problem. This who's handling the prayer, what we're doing with it's the problem. But there's power in prayer. I'm glad tonight that I got someone I can pray to. I can take to him anything that's touching my life, and I can bring it before him. I can tell him anything more so than anybody else. That's the way it ought to be. We ought to have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ our Lord. And we ought to be able to tell him anything that's touching our lives. I pray a lot of times. I say, Lord, I'm an open book. I said, there's nothing hid from you. I know this. No use for me to hide anything. If I've got some fault or something that's rising up in me, it's no use for me to try to hide it. No use for me to try to cover it up or sweep it under the rug. I don't know about you, but I want to be free from it. When I lay down at night, I don't want anything hindering me. If I leave tonight and go home to be here, I want to be clear. I want to be prayed up. Somebody say, I want to be prayed up. I want everything under the blood. I don't want nothing holding me back. Eternity is too long to be wrong. Amen. I need Hallelujah. Well, we talk about it more than we do it. <laughs> it's a subject that we can, we can preach on it, we can teach on it. And it's easier to do that than it is to do it. Prayer takes determination. Prayer takes work. Sometimes it turns into something a whole lot more better than work. I talked to my brother recently. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said he was, I think he was in Greenville. He bought some land. I said, I was in there praying. And the Holy Ghost was just moving on me, and I was praying. He said, if a robber come to rob, <laughs> rob me, I just told him, you just hold on a minute. I'm going to keep on praying. <laughs> he said he was in the mood of prayer. Does somebody know what I'm talking about? You got there. You don't want anything. I've been. I've come to my table. Right when Gail was working. Right now, it's hard to find some of them quiet places to get away, but I pull to the table, and I start there, and I have a whole big agenda on my plate. I want to do this, and I want to do that. Part of it might have been I wanted to go fishing. <laughs> Somebody know about that? The I won't was getting in the way, but I sit down there, and I feel the presence of God just settle down around me. Hallelujah. And I just sit there at my table, and I say, you know, I talk to myself. I don't need to rush this. <laughs> Glory. I need to sit here just to, somebody help me right now. I need to sit here just a little while with Jesus. I need to have a little talk with Jesus. Amen. I don't know what I'm going to face today. Glory to God. I don't know what I'm going to face. But he does. 
And how much better your day goes when you pray a little bit and start out with Jesus first in the morning. Glory to God. I feel the preacher. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm going to sound like a frog. I know, but amen. I still feel the preacher. Glory to God. I want to shout. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, nothing takes the places of those times. There's power in prayer. If I'm going to get my children saved, it's going to be by me being on my knees and praying. And man, I tell you what, this here fasting thing seems like it'd be a tradition that's of the past, but I need to get into it. You say, well, I don't think we practice it like they used to. I need to get into it. Because the two go hand in hand, especially for tough things. Hard things. You pray and you fast. You want your children saved? Ask yourself, am I praying and fasting? Am I praying? Oh, I pray for. Are you fasting? You want your children saved? I got a son. Amen. 28 and a half years in the Marine Corps. Amen. And I've lived before. I'm just about as, as and I can't say that I haven't, you know, got, <laughs> got a little sideways with him from time to time. But he'd be, sometimes he'd be the one that's wrong and I'd apologize to him. Now, how, how you, you figure that? He's still, he's lost. But I can't afford to get in the condition he is. I got to be the bigger man. We just serve God, amen. We got to be the bigger person. Amen, because I want peace in the camp. I don't want no more riffles on the water. I don't want to go to bed with their hard feelings between me and somebody else. I want it all clear. But if I'm going to win him, I'm going to have to pray hard. And we'll have to pray hard. I could go somewhere with that. There are a lot of things that hinder that, especially in the home. No, this don't go over too big, but the way to win the husband is the wives have a meek and a quiet spirit. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, boy, that's so, that, that's Bible, though. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, meek and a quiet spirit. If one in the house, especially if the woman, and she's the one that's saved and the other one's not saved, they better control their spirit because you're never going to win him to the Lord. He better see Christ in you. He needs to see Jesus in you. Hallelujah. We have a great responsibility. Amen. We want to pray about something. Let us walk the prayer that we're praying. Let's be what we say we are and pray. Oh, man, I figured I was just going to have a little short thing here tonight and go, but I'm telling you, I'm feeling some words coming from heaven. <laughs> glory to God. Woo, glory. But if you're afflicted, you can call on him. You can pray to him. Amen. Need more money in the bank? Go pray to him. Need the car fixed, Sister Sandy? Go pray to him. <laughs> We've been Sister Sandy's chauffeur today. We brought her and dropped her off. Amen. Her car's giving her trouble. Maybe let's pray for her car. Amen. God, I believe God can heal the old car. Amen. Or he can give her a good deal getting it fixed. Praise the Lord. She's over there saying, yeah, I need a good deal. Amen. But prayer changes things. We don't have to church. We do not have to accept the status quo. We've got the greatest tool there is. It's prayer. It's communion with God. And I go to him and ask him anything. If I go to him asking him, believing it, I believe we can have it according to the word of God. Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Men ought always to pray and not faint. Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8, I believe. We find, you know the story of the woman that had a grievance and the unjust judge that didn't fear God or man. 
<laughs> and she did something he didn't expect him to do. She just worried him to death. She kept coming on and coming on and asking her permission. And Jesus is telling us that's what we ought to do. If first you ask, amen, keep on ask again. That may from time to time we get an answer, could be no. Could be no. James says, if you read over there, we can, we can ask amiss. We can pray for something we ought not, we don't need. See, God knows what we need before we ever ask him. He knows what we should have. He knows out here who he can trust with a couple million dollars in the bank. Maybe that's why, you know, you want to say, man, Lord, just give me a couple million. Just let me try it out. <laughs> let me see if you can trust me with that. Do you know how many times money like that's got in people's way? They forgot God and went on out and did their own thing. Amen. And they lost all the money. And then lose God too. Amen. I don't want to lose God. Whether I have two nickels to rub together, I'm rich. I'm rich. I am rich. I am rich. I've got God. I've got Jesus Christ in my corner. Amen. Say, it'll do. I've got that old-time religion, the Bible says. It'll do when I'm dying. Mm -hmm. It'll do when I'm dying. When there are situations you in and it looks like the hand is facing you, you can pray to God and he can change things. Amen. I think Brother Dennis is an example of that with all that he went through. How God changed his situation. And he's here today because God changes things. The power of prayer to change things. So we can pray to him. Amen. There's some people they only pray during affliction or when trouble comes. They don't need God until something happens, until trouble comes. Trouble comes and they're the first one, oh church, I need you to pray for me. Amen. Show up and that been there in two months, but trouble's knocking at the door and they come in. I want you to pray for them. And sometimes God is merciful, answers their prayer, and they back out the door. You don't see them three months later until something else comes up. <clears throat> Brother Dole Marley, some of you may not know him, but he preached at our conference one time and said there's a river that makes glad. And he said sometimes people go down there with a bucket and dump it, dip in that river, and God blesses them on credit. Let's them have a bucket. I said something else happens and they don't ever have nothing to do with him. Then to come back down with something else, they go get another bucket of water. He said, one day you're going to come down and the river's not going to be there. Amen. None of us like to be taken advantage of, do we? You don't like to be taken advantage of. I don't want to be taken advantage of. And certainly my Lord and Savior doesn't want to be taken advantage of. Amen. Well, so many people take advantage of him. So they only call on him. Talk to everyone else more than they talk to him. <laughs> uh, Brother Jonathan, pray without ceasing. That's scripture. You can have a prayer in your heart. You're not kneeling down praying. Man, Brother Marion, I remember when I was younger, I can kneel down better. I remember going down the road in the woods, felt the need to prayer, to pray. And cutting off on one of those rock roads and going down the end where there was a cul-de-sac at the end. I remember parking that little old Toyota truck and parking it, get out of my truck, opening the door and kneeling out there in the Francis Marion National Forest and praying to God right by my truck. Church people have lost the field to need to pray. I need, Holy Ghost help me tonight. We need to be stirred up to feel the need to pray. I cannot go on without first I pray to God first. We need, we need to pray. And I am in much need of improvement. Preachers that we preach out there, the word of God is for me as well as for you, for everybody. 
is to dress me up too. Even though I may speak it, Lord might be curving a few corners on me. He might be, he's helping me. Man, sometimes my own preachers help me so much. I said, I go home. I said, man. But I'm so glad he did. I'm so glad he did. I need him to show me my faults. I need him to show, you, show me my failures. I need him to show me my pitfalls and downfalls. Amen. To fix a problem, you got to address it. You got to confess it. And then you got to fix it. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm right here in a place where I'm just about to get happy a little bit. Glory to God. Prayer changes things. And I told you the story already, and it's just recently God answered prayer in my life with these licenses from Church of God. That was, I talked with Brother Chuck Cribb, and I told him, I said, that was a miracle from God. He said, yes, because he's taking all these tests and going through all these books. And uh, he gave me a whole bunch of books the other day when I was over there. He gave me that one, Like a Mighty Army. And they have to test on that. That's a thick book. And my forgetter works better than my rememberer now. And we prayed to God, and Gail put out a fleece. And, of course, you know, we like to think, well, and most everybody I talk with, you're probably going to have to take a test. I said, man. I said, okay. But I just felt like that was going to hinder me in the long run because I needed to go to work. But anyhow, I prayed. I prayed. I was getting up 3 o'clock in the morning. I got something I want to read to you here in a little bit. 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, and praying to God. Gail put out the fleece. God, if he's supposed to do this, and we're supposed to be in the church of God, let him send him his license. And you know what? I went in there one Friday, looked in the box, and we seen the book. And maybe we have heard, maybe this is some more information. But I felt it's a hard cardboard thing in there. And I'm, my spirit started to move. And I opened that thing up. I was in my car going, yes, yes, yes. How many times have we done that when God come through for us? Yes. He's an old-time God. There's power in prayer. He asked for your prayer. Amen. Glory to God. He'll answer your prayer. I got tickled at Sister Alma when we were back in Bible study. What my best day. I wasn't feeling up to par. I trying to do something and didn't go over so big, but nevertheless, I'll just get up, dust myself off, try again. But I told her, I said, I said, you know, in the 1990s, they said that America was considered 90% Christian. And in the 2000s, they were considered 60% Christian. And I heard something, what about now? And somebody, I heard somebody, I think, say 30%. And Sister Alma reached up and thinks said 3%. <laughs> Glory to God. I almost got tickled. I said, amen. Hallelujah. Maybe she's been looking around and seeing, but I'll tell you what the problem is and why we are where we are. It's because we're not praying anymore. We're not, we're not praying. Woo! Glory. Oh, boy. My short message getting on along. Praise the Lord. Uh, i like to share this, but Brian, there's a preacher. He's an Assembly of God preacher. And he preaches a lot for Danny Shortridge at the Dallas uh, Church of God in North Carolina. And we used to go to that camp meeting. Uh, some but he said he got saved as a young boy and he had a routine he'd come home from school and he'd go out in the woods and he'd pray I said so one day he was coming from school and wouldn't that be something to have our children going in the woods praying huh wouldn't that be something something really got a hold of him didn't it someone got a hold of him to pray, young people praying. That's what we need, young people praying. Praying through. That's a word we don't ever hear too much about. It. Pray through. Stay in the altar till you get what you need. Pray through. But he said one evening he was late getting there. Something held him up at school. Said he got down there. And this is how he put it. 
He said God was already down there kicking around in the leaves and saying, where were you? Let me tell you something, church, when you set up communion with God and you start talking to God, amen, praise the Lord, and you start setting the time for God, you just don't cut that off, amen. God's looking forward to that time with you. You may not think so. God misses that. He wants you to come before him with thanksgiving in your heart. Tell him all your deepest secrets, amen, or whatever. Just give it to him and leave it with him and spend a time of communion with him I, I had read something in the commentary here and it said we're invited scripture invites us to pray do you know in Luke chapter 18 I believe it's verse 8 that says when he comes will he find faith on the earth Jesus is telling us amen praise the Lord hallelujah that prayer he equates it as faith faith you can't tell me when you pray your faith don't grow. You have a more of assurance that God will listen to you. Amen. And God will hear what you're talking about when you begin to pray and commune with God. But then we come on down, amen, and praise the Lord. Does any marry? Let him sing songs. And then we go on. Does any of us sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. And the prayer of faith shall Save the sick. That's one time if your faith ain't up to par, that's the faith of the elders. That's why we need to be praying. Sometimes our prayers seem to be limited and hindered and we can't seem to get there. We can't rise above it, but with the elders, amen, that they've already been praying. They can come around, anoint you with all, lay hands on you. And it's not talking about salvation here. Saved here means delivered. Whatever you're going through, whatever's got you, amen, bound, or whatever's got you, amen, a hope that God can break those chains and God can deliver you. The prayer of faith of the elders will help set you free. And if you've committed any sins, they will be forgiven you. Amen. Amen. So we not only pray to him, we we get prayed for. We get prayed for. But we go on down, we find something else. We pray one for another. I like that. Amen. No man is an island. We need each other. I need you praying for me, and I need to be praying for you. I need your prayers. You need my prayers. When I think I can walk this thing all by myself, amen, and I do believe, like I said this morning, I do believe we need to grow up in the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we need to kind of get rid of our spiritual crutches so we can stand. We can stand. We can get to a place and grow in God that we can stand. But we still need one another. The thing always, Elijah, he just did a great thing at Mount Carmel. Uh, boy, he went to getting rid of some prophets of Baal and stuff, didn't he? Called down fire from heaven. Amen. And then got down there and one lady got to after one day. It wasn't no lady, believe me. But one woman got after him. And he run for his life. And he was having a pity party. That's what he was doing. He was tired. We get tired sometimes. But God hadn't forgot about you. It gets him out there where he can talk to him. Sometimes God just got to get us down where he can talk to us. But I like what he told him. He told him, you get up. You got, I got work for you to do. You got to go anoint Hazel. And you got to do this. You got to do these things for me. But let me just remind you of something right now. A while back, you know, you said you was the only one. <laughs> you said you was the only one. I've left me 7,000. Church, when you think you're standing alone, you got somebody. When somebody prays the Lord, you're not by yourself. Amen. So we can pray one for another that you may be healed. Confess your faults one to another. 
Now, that don't mean everything. Some things need to stay between you and God. But I can tell you if I need, if I could, I can easily tell you, say, look, I need you to pray for me. I, I just, I just can't get in touch with God. I've been slipping on my prayer life. I, I, you know, something like that. You, you fall. And say, we're going to pray for you that God will restore you. Amen. Then you can pray for the lost to be saved. Pray for the lost. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. We can pray for the lost. But let's be prayed up. Let's be in a place to help them. Let's pray for them. Let's really mean it and be sincere. I'm looking around and praise the Lord, we do have some young people here. But a lot of churches don't have any young people. Somewhere or another, they've missed bringing in the young people. And if you don't have young people being converted, who's going to take it up? See, church was not supposed to be built on people swapping from one church to the other. That's not how you build a church. That's not how God intended it. He wants us to go pray for the lost, win the lost. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, if you're tired of your church over there, come over here. That ain't the way it's supposed to be done. In fact, amen, praise the Lord, I believe, especially a pastor, amen, you're welcome to come and whatever, but he might want to check them out. Why are you over here? Oh, boy, that didn't go over too good, did it? You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're fleeing from trouble. Maybe they were to trouble. Huh? Brother David McKenzie, somebody's heard of him before, haven't you? He's dead and gone. He just used to be a conference superintendent but at, at the Pentecostal. But he said, he preached a message one time, this is your pea patch. <laughs> Don't let nobody throw you out of your pea patch. This is your church. Somebody say, this is our church. This is God's church. And I'm going to pray. I believe in the power of prayer. Hallelujah, that God is going to help us to be an overcomer. He's going to help us to grow. He's going to help us to go forward. And God's going to save souls right here. Would somebody give God glory tonight and praise him? Amen. Let me read this and then I'm going to. a song waiting on the Lord let me read it to you said early in the morning while it's still dear dark I pray to my father I pour out my heart I pause in silence to hear what he has to say I don't get in a hurry it's always worth the wait waiting 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 on the Lord. My strength is renewed. My soul is restored. His loving kindness is my richest reward while I'm waiting, waiting, waiting on the Lord. Life is fragile. It must be handled with prayer. You can pray to the Lord anytime, anywhere. Time in His presence. Is time well spent. It's an earthly investment with heavenly dividends. While I'm waiting, waiting, waiting on the Lord. Someday when I wake, I'll lift up my eyes to see Jesus coming <laughs> in the eastern sky. While I'm waiting, waiting. Waiting on the Lord. One of these days, I'm going to lift up my eyes. We'll hold on. And don't let down. 
One of these days we're going to look up. We're going to see Jesus come in the eastern sky. He's going to come get us, church. He's going to carry us out of here. Would you praise the Lord one more time? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know I took up a little bit of time. Everyone that would just come up here, everyone that can, please come here just briefly for a little bit. If you will, in closing, <laughs> glory to God. I want us to do what the scripture says. I want you to each one to either grab hands. <laughs> glory to God. This is where we get our strength, praying one for another. Amen. Praying one for another. Hallelujah. I want you to pray for the one on your right or to your left. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we come to you tonight. In the name of Jesus, we're asking you, God, that you would touch this people. God, in the name of Jesus, dear God, you know what their needs are. You know what they're facing. You know what they need. I ask you, God, to help them right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help them right now. Hallelujah. I pray for Sister Brenda right now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Touch her, God. Hallelujah. I pray for In the name of Jesus. Dear God, strengthen us tonight as we pray one for another. Go before us through this week and help us, God. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Thank you, Lord, for healing us, for keeping us, bringing us through. We thank you, Lord. Touch him, Lord. Touch Brother Dennis, Lord. <laughs> for your goodness and mercies upon me for blessing this people dear God 
and keeping us. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Mr. God. Thank you, Lord, for the touch. Thank you for the words you've given. I, if I can say one quick thing about prayer, if you have to introduce yourself to the Lord, it's been that long, you might want to consider your prayer life. That's one thing I told my Sunday school class. The Lord needs to know you all the time. You need to be there and pray. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Kind Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the word that you've given to us tonight. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. Lord, for touching this great gift, Lord, of understanding prayer and helping us to be able to have a more active prayer life. Continue to abide with us and help us, Lord, bring us back at the appointed time. Help us, Lord, to do as you would have us to do. For we ask all this in Jesus' holy, precious name. Amen.